Well, my name is Blake Resnick. I'm the founder and CEO of Brink Drones. We basically build public safety technology. Brink Drones recently signed a deal to send several drones to the New York City Police Department. Drones aren't anything new to the New York City Police Department, but their use has only increased as the technology has become more ubiquitous. We want to utilize this technology to complement our crisis management team, complement our, our, our police personnel, and respond appropriately and be able to respond in record time. You know, a drone could get to a location in 30, 40 seconds where we're going to have crowded streets where police are not going to be able to get there as fast. This is Lemur 2. This is sort of our, our main in-market drone right now. Uh, it's designed to get first responders' eyes and ears in dangerous places. First drone in the world to have a glass-breaking capability. It can literally fly up to a window, shower it out, enter a structure. That's really unique. Uh, first drone in the world to have a two-way audio system. So you can actually put on crisis negotiators, use this sort of like a flying cell phone, de-escalate a situation. I mean, the reason I got interested in this space at all was the October 1 shooting happening in my hometown. In the late hours of October 1st, 2017, a gunman opened fire on a crowd in Las Vegas from a hotel window. This became the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. The gunman was found dead before midnight, but the response to the aftermath of the shooting carried on into the early hours of October 2nd. I got a phone call from my best friend when October 1 uh, started, who was on the strip and started hearing gunshots. And um, he asked me where I was. I, I luckily wasn't there, but I knew other people that were. It, it got me initially thinking that first responders need better tools. It took officers an hour and five minutes to make entry into the room where the gunman was firing from during October 1. The reason why that happened is all over the strip, plainclothed police and security took out their service weapons uh, and then they were misidentified as additional active shooters. So what first responders are thinking when this is happening is this is a coordinated terror attack at these six or seven different sites. They're sending resources to all of these places incorrectly. They don't understand the true nature of the event, and it just took a lot of time to actually understand what was going on. I, I think the right drone system, something that could take off from a fire station, you know, half a mile away from Mandalay Bay, and there is one right there that could have arrived in 45 seconds, and just given that aerial perspective to tell them that this is a lone gunman halfway up the Mandalay Bay shooting into the Route 91 Harvest Festival, uh, that is information that would have saved lives. That's what we want to build. Uh, two missions that we've done that I'm really proud of. Uh, first, in Surfside, Florida, we got a call. So the situation there is there is a 14-story building Half of it initially collapsed. There were around 100 missing people. We got on scene less than 24 hours later, took off our drone, uh, and we were able to search that underground section of the building. Um, basically with a structural engineer in a virtual reality headset, watching the video output of one of these things. We dealt with some similar situations in Turkey. And what we found was there were also families uh, outside of these things that maybe lost a family member somewhere inside. And they were waiting for first responders to come and either to find a surviving family member or to tell them that they, they didn't make it. We were able to launch our drone and um, in some cases actually use the glass breaker attachment on our bird to bust out a window, make entry, fly around, clear rooms, and try to find folks. 
Ukraine is our largest drone operator. They have around 60 of our systems, almost all of which are in the hands of Ukrainian emergency services. So it's sort of their FEMA equivalent. Uh, they're using our drones to search partially collapsed buildings, structures that might have been hit by cruise missiles or artillery. That's sort of the niche we fall into. Some groups are concerned with the privacy problems when it comes to drone use. We have to push back on the sci-fi aspects of drones. Uh, no one is going to be up monitoring uh, you know, what you're talking about, your conversation. Recently, New York City announced that they would use drones to monitor parties on Labor Day, drawing a backlash among some observers. There are a number of calls of loud music, disruptive uh, behavior. Instead of the police having to respond uh, and uh, look at those, they're going to utilize drones from a safe distance up uh, not down, flying in someone's backyard to see what they have on the grill. They're going to utilize the drones to determine should they send crisis management teams there right away to help mitigate the problem. We don't want police to be the same, the, the only responsive. I think for our current products, you know, indoor SWAT drones, there aren't huge privacy concerns. Just because these are critical incidents, every officer is already wearing a body camera. In the past, they would actually put up police helicopters to get an aerial perspective. These are really intensely surveilled situations, but they're surveilled because they're incredibly dangerous, right? There's usually someone armed with a rifle inside of one of these houses, and if they poke their head out of a window, police kind of have to know that. So we're just one more camera on top of dozens that are already deployed. I don't, I don't think there are huge privacy concerns around that use case. I think where these questions start becoming a lot more interesting is when we're installing these big city-wide networks of 911 response drones. You just have to be really thoughtful when you're designing these systems. One really good strategy in general is to not have cameras on or to have cameras pointed just at a horizon uh, when a drone is taking off from a fire station and en route to a 911 call, for example. I think another similar example is really only using drones to respond to active emergencies. And when someone calls for help, you know, sending a drone to respond to a 911 call uh, as opposed to just launching and accomplishing surveillance.